0: Una hagan nisinga, everyone. This is Nabi Miya This is Rachel Nielsen, Rachel Kule with Rising Warriors podcast. And today I have the beautiful Michelle Reed with us. And we are going to be talking about several different things. I'm excited about um, interviewing her. She is a Native American uh, does all these beautiful things, but I'm going to let her introduce herself. So Michelle, go ahead and give us your tribe and a little bit about your background and what do you do?
1: All right. My name is Michelle Reed, and I am from the Lac du Flambeau Band of Ojibwe, uh, which is in Wisconsin, but I'm coming to you live from Upper Michigan, where I live and I'm in my studio uh, where I do my art, and I also teach my live Native dance fitness classes here in this uh, this little workroom. So yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's quite an honor.
0: I'm excited. So what got my attention was I've been watching you, well, because of the COVID, we haven't been able to do powwow dancing. And so I've been watching you doing the Native live, um, your fitness classes and so I want to kind of like talk about that for a moment and what got you started in doing the Native fitness? Well,
1: about four years ago, a local uh, community had received a grant and it uh, was based on having uh, their workers do something um, To stay healthy, but also incorporate a cultural component to that. So Mm -hmm. I was asked to put together a program that would do that. So that's where I started Native Dance Fitness. Was putting together uh, a workout class where we could uh, work out to powwow music and also, you know, incorporate some of the dances, but always keeping in mind that it was a fitness program first and foremost. So Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for about four years and. Um, It's been really awesome, like traveling to all different communities and um, teaching um, at universities and also doing um, like summer camps and things like that. So, yeah, it's been a really uh, fun journey. And when the pandemic started, all my classes were canceled, my live in-person classes. So I just got to... um, got to my artwork, got to sewing and beading. And uh, I just stopped dancing, stopped working out. And my son got me into running a little bit. We would run every day. We'd call it gym class because school was canceled, Uh but it wasn't the same, you know? So um, Dallas Arcand, he has been a big motivator. He's been putting on um, powwow dance classes Mm -hmm. online. And I was like, man, I should figure out a way to you know, start doing online fitness classes since I can't do my, what I normally do. So uh, after gaining about eight pounds and turning my outfit on and realizing my belt couldn't fit anymore, I said, yeah, let's go for it. (laughs) So uh, that was a true motivator right there.
0: I think we all put on a little bit of pounds during the COVID, but what I love uh, watching is that not only do you, uh, do native fitness for everyone, but I also noticed, and I love that you are also, you know, engaging with those who may be the elders or those with disabilities and things that may not be able to dance. And I love how you instruct things um, from a sitting stand from a sitting point instead of having to dance and sit, but you're still getting them to engage with little weights. So I love it because you add little weights to the, to the dancing and, um, I got a little workout. I have a what, 15 pound weights, And so my arms were really sore oh, wow. um, after last week. <laughs> from, from doing that, I was like, okay, I need to do this with lighter weights. I can't do this with 15 pounds. <laughs> I mean, I can, but I was a little, I was really sore and I had to watch my niece the next day. So you're trying to lift her <laughs> up and, and things. I was like, oh, like little one, I got to, it's hard right now. Hard. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: impressive. Like, wow.
0: So Why I really, I really enjoyed that. And... Yeah, it was That's just more, But it was just that, that you know, that movement and things. But not only that, I, I loved how, because um, I really miss Powwow, and I miss you know this whole summer going from Powwow to Powwow, and, and this has kind of been another way to, I think, gather people together in a beautiful way of, you know, being able to dance, even though we're in our living rooms. Um, I, I love what you're doing because it's really connecting still. So it's still kind of giving us that um, standpoint of that uni- unity of that we're still together, we're still dancing, you know, um, our traditions haven't passed. And I think this also uh, hits for a lot of us too, um, ancestrally, because if you think about it, we go generations, you know, our traditions were already taken from us and powwows were taken from us. And it wasn't until the seventies that we really got to have our powwows back and our ceremonies back. So, and people forget that um, this, this, you know this has happened to us before and losing um, everything. But at the same time, I feel like natives have a little bit of upper hand because we we still have that in us to fight and we're resilient and what is it we're going to do? So I love that we're reaching onto another level of social media and platforms because I've been talking to several other natives and it was and for you. Was it difficult to kind of like get your face out and like, okay, I'm going to do this live stream when this is not our tradition. (laughs) This is not our ways. Uh, this is not how we were brought up to do, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. So like, can you talk about that a little bit? Like, how did that make you feel kind of? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. It was difficult. Uh, You know, I, I know that working out as a dancing as a workout is already kind of a contemporary idea, but to actually, yeah, do the lives and uh, talk to people and, you know, wonder if anybody's even going to watch or, you know, anything like it was, it was really weird at first, but. I just, you know, started. And of course I had students who, who had taken my live class. So I knew that they would benefit from it. So just being connected even to them, I knew would be worth it. Cause I, I mean, I hate to say this, but you know, for selfish reasons, I'm doing this, you know, for, to help other people, but it really helps me because I need to be accountable in, in a way. Otherwise I would just keep working and sitting around. I mean, I just, the thought of stopping sewing or beading is really hard for me so I'm just right. like really sometimes so obsessed with my work that I don't take care of myself and I think a lot of people are that way so yeah I, it was hard though it was, I just forced myself because I knew I needed to needed to get in shape and other people probably did too
0: I I love it I you know and I give you like props and you know things for that for stepping up to the plate and really taking that because I know in in the native country it can be difficult um trying to mesh the modern world with our traditions and um like i would just want to talk about this is like i i finally because i've been um having a hard time myself like okay how do we step into the new this new world but carry our traditions and old ways you know are not the rules and things aren't actually now applying to now and they don't work in this time. And so it's I'm, I love how um, our ancestors are really coming to all of us that are willing to step up and rise up to the plate to uh, step into this new world of our traditions and really owning that and knowing that our ancestors are with us and backing us up and that we are in tune and that it's not a hocus pocus that um you know that our our ancestors aren't connected to us and that we can't hear them and that they're still not here teaching us and so that kind of leads me to like where you are for your designs like you do purses and you are now doing Native American dolls which I absolutely love I want to get one for my niece I want to talk to you about later because I want one for uh, Christmas for her um, but oh, cool. <laughs> like, what got you started into that and what um, what inspires you is like with your ancestors and things when it comes to your bead work and your artwork
1: oh um, you know er, you know ever since I was really young we would uh, bead and sew and that's what my mom did daily to uh, make extra money and we'd have a booth at powwows and um my mom has always been an inspiration and somebody that i wanted to be just like um and i think the a big reason for that is you know when she was very young she was taken away and put in an orphanage and um you know she had been speaking the language but she was only 5 so at that point her and her siblings you know they lost that language they um weren't connected with their family anymore, except for each other. So when they finally did get out of the foster homes and, you know, graduate, they all went to college at a university here. They started a native newspaper. They joined aim. Mm -hmm. They started learning how to be from people they met. They started learning all these things. And they, they searched out people who they could learn from. They didn't just sit there and say, well, we didn't get, you know, we didn't get to learn it. So we just don't know it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so for me growing up and, and, you know, them working so hard to make sure that we live that every day, um, you know, we didn't have electricity or running water. We, you know, we um, gardened, We Shot deer. We just, you know, we lived in the woods and we did what we could to uh, make a good life. And to, and art was a way just basically to make money, but also it was just like, I don't know, it just spoke to me so much. So even when I went to college, I um, would make stuff for people if they saw what I had on and they liked it, they'd ask for one and I'd make them one. And Mm -hmm. that was kind of how I made extra money then. And um, you know, then I, I did start, uh, a regular job and stuff, but I just lived for powwows, lived for the weekend. And I decided that if there was a way that I could be like my mom and just, you know, bead and travel to powwows and then that that's what I would do. So when my husband retired from the air force, he, I said, I, this is what I want to do. I don't want you to have to work. I know you've, you know, because he he put in a lot of uh, combat hours, and Mm, I just mm -hmm. wanted him to be able to retire, and for me to be able to go out and do what I felt I needed to do. So, yeah. And now I taught my kids how to sew. They dance, and I have a dance company, so they're a part of that. And our whole family, including my mom, my brother, you know, we all dance together. So I just feel like, you know, the more people we can convince that we don't have to live for the weekend. We don't have to live for the powwow. We, we can really make, um, make a life of, you know, beating and sewing and uh, working out to powwow music and, you know, it, it really can be done. And I, I feel sad for, um, you know, for people who may, maybe it's always just a hobby and it's always something they're just waiting to make time for. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I think, you know, one of my goals with my fitness classes is I always, like, uh, during my live ones, I'll give, I'll do prizes, and I'll give extra uh, raffle tickets if you wear beadwork, you know, so come work out, but wear some beadwork, and then you can win some beadwork, you know, things like that, where we're, see, I got my beadwork, (laughs) there you go, (laughs) Yeah, we're normalizing wearing it every, every day, every opportunity we have, and it's old school thought that, you know, you put it away and you wear it for special occasions, but is, is there a world where we can just wear it every day and, you know, create a demand for the work because it is special, but it can, we can have a different pair of earrings for every day of the week and a different ribbon skirt for every day of the week. If we want, you know, we can do that. And how you were talking about, you know, us, us, getting that right back to practice our culture, that was 1978. So I was alive mm-hmm. in a time when we weren't allowed to do that. And to, you know, live in that time, and of course, not realize that that was going on, even because I was very young. But yeah. to see that shift towards start powwows beginning, you know, when I was young, and that was the beginning of powwows, like I was there for that. And our kids don't know a time when they weren't allowed to just wear ribbon skirts to school and, you know, do all these things that we're so used to. So it's, it's a nice time. I mean, I really appreciate what you're doing to, you know, uh, get the word out about, about these
0: things. Yeah. that That's one of my, like my main focuses because we're in a new place and, there is so many of us and elders and leaders that are in the community and native country that need a place to go to get their voices out. And so that's kind of like what I'm doing is really creating a platform for natives and for us to all come together and share, You know, this is what I'm doing, this is what she's doing, this is what he's doing. I have uh, one of our elders coming in in a couple of weeks doing storytelling because We're only, you know, certain stories we're only allowed to tell during the wintertime. So I want him to come in and he's part of the native wellness. And I want him to come to uh, do, you know, storytelling and, you know, really bringing back um, our our traditions in a new way together um, where we can be together on social media. And because we right now, we don't know when we're going to have the next powwow. We don't know when we're going to have the next, you know, ceremony. Um, like for me, um, I I missed out on bear ceremony and Sundance ceremony this year, and that was, you know, difficult. And so I I really um, I don't know who started the social distance powwow, but I really applaud that person who started the social distance powwow group on Facebook because um, that really I noticed really helped a lot of us uh, connect together. And that's what kind of sparked my um, my drive to want to do this podcast uh, for natives, especially for us to come together and you know find that uh, uh, the camaraderie, the family that you know we're always raised to be, and you know help each other and bring that awareness and you know really step up to the plate in that leadership. Because years and years ago, I had a will share a dream. Um, that I had and in this dream there was all this chaos happening in the world there was there was diseases and now that I'm looking back it's in the time of now and I was seeing the future and I was seeing all this wars and mayhems but because of tradition and because of ancient um bloodshed that has happened on the americas our ancestors are not happy right now with what's going on in the world and it's our time as natives to step up and this is what i saw in my dream was that one day that the natives we would come together and we would blossom as a rose and blossoming as a rose i saw all all nations all colors um all ages they started to come to the natives to go back to the ancient ways go back to our traditional ways going back to connecting with our spirit and our ancestors and creator and living in a harmony and you know in that beautiful way that we were raised to be and taking care of each other and you know like with the homeless that's that's actually our job as a community in our traditional ways, that is our responsibility to take care of all those homeless people that are on the streets right now, and that kind of breaks my heart because where's you know who's stepping up in the communities? That's you know we're supposed to be taking care of each other, not shunning each other down, not pushing each other out the door. And it's like when we know as natives, like when we're traveling somewhere, someone's always going to open up the door for you and and welcome you into the home. And, you know, we're going to bring you in. What do you need? Um, even if it's my last shirt, here's my last shirt. Here's my last dollar. Um, you know, we, but we know that creator is always going to restore that back to us. And so I really believe, you know, this is that time where we. It, it's time for us to step up and um, help change the vibration and help change the energy in the world especially in the united states we have a lot of healing to do and our ancestors are you know wanting us to do that change and step up and rise and blossom as the rose and if we all come together and blossom as that rose we're gonna see this huge massive shift with you know all the people just around the world and reconnecting back to themselves And so I just, I just wanted to share that with you because I, I see you as part of that rose petal and that's why I asked you to be here um, on this is um, I see you as part of that and what you're doing is part of that blossoming and you know, you're, you you play an important role and part in what's coming up in the future and what's um, what you're doing right now, you know, and connecting us back together and, you know, creating this new place of family that we've all been longing for. And we've been taught, you know, for a long time in our traditions to do. So I just wanted to share that um, with everybody and with you that, you know, this, this is a, there's beauty that comes from COVID, you know, there's, it doesn't have to be so ugly. There is so much beauty and transformation that um has to happen and like i was telling one of my sisters is that a while ago last year i think it was last year two years ago i was telling her that you know there's going to be half there's going to be something drastic that has to happen to the whole entire world for the world to wake up and for everyone to come as a collective to wake up not just you know a few here and there and things like that. It's everyone. And she was like, well, I don't understand how that could even happen for something to happen to the whole world at the same time to, you know, get everybody to stop and pause and look at their lives and what's going on. And then COVID hit. And then she kind of looked at me and she goes, this is what you were talking about, wasn't it? And I was like, yes, I told you something seriously had to happen in order for this shift to change in the world and to get people to wake up because everybody's just been going on this, like you said, just living in the weekend, living from the powwow to powwow. And why aren't we doing that every day? We should be doing that every day. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if we're not in a powwow and you need to dance. Like there's days I get my drum and I go outside and just sing or I go to the river and go sing and you know, I do my beadwork too, to connect. And so I I really appreciate you and I'm, you know, honored that you're here with me and that you're, you're stepping up um, in the, in the world right now. And that you, you, you fought past the fear and um, you know, the little insecurities that we come up with. Like, I don't know if this is okay, but I'm gonna do it. Like, I hope this is gonna be okay. but you know, I like, you know, I, I I give you a huge, you know, props for for what you're doing. And um, you know, thank you, Us, uh, from the bottom of my heart, you know, that that you're doing this and stepping into your role as a leader and really inspiring a lot of people. So I I wanna thank you for that. So well, thank you. End, um we have a little surprise for you guys that we're gonna do. <laughs> Uh so uh Michelle here sent me so I'm going to relocate over here. So Michelle sent me a uh team dance video this morning. So I'm going to we're going to do a team dance and we'll test my skills out um as a dancer. Right. I only wa- I only watched the video I think <laughs> maybe four times. So we are we're, we're going to do it. So we're going to do a Um, team dance for you guys. So
1: I will walk through it once and then I'll put the music on. Does that sound okay? Sounds good. Just kind of. Oh, no, I didn't put my shoes on. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) hurt! Okay, that'll take me a second. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. See, look at all that.
0: Okay, you got all that beautiful beadwork in the back. So see you guys. So she does... Um, a lot of beautiful purses. You need to go check out her, um, Reed design or M Reed designs purses. Um, she has a Facebook page, I believe, and she, you can buy her purses on there. amazing, beautiful work. Um, she helps with regalia. So any of those, um, out there that may need some bead work done, um, this is your, you know, one of your women's, the hit app no. <laughs> I'm she not does, comp- custom she orders, does competition I do. bead work.
1: <laughs> I'm not taking custom orders, but I'm trying to get away from the stress of that. I do, uh, but yes, thank you so much, Emery Designs Purse Company, and uh, I have a lot of masks now. That's my new thing right now. So, okay, love it. So I'm gonna give you a four pound. Okay. Then we're gonna do a basic step, and it's just tap two, three, four. Then we're gonna do a cross two three, four, other foot, two, three, four. Now we're going to go to the left. One, two, three, four, then to the right, two, three, four, then a basic, two, three, four. This is the hardest one. Move back, out, in, out, pivot, out, in, out, three, and four. Then forward, two, three, four, then a half turn, and you're using your right foot and turn back with your left, two, three, four. So I'll walk it once and then I'll um, add some dance moves. And as the song picks up, if you wanna kick it up a little more, um, just work out at your own pace, do what you can. All right, here we go, Northern Cream.
2: Good.
0: <laughs> See, get me out a breath too. Got me winded. Oh, good.
1: Oh, thanks for doing that with me. Oh, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. So, <laughs> get our breath here. All right. Here, I set up a to show you since we might be breathing heavy.
0: Yeah, see? So you're getting a... Oh, they're saying one more. You want us to do one more?
1: You want you up for one round? A round round? dance would be really nice. Okay, let's do a round dance. All right. Whew! (laughs) Okay. So... Ah... the next song the round dance um when i chose my playlist um i tried to choose songs that really uh, spoke to me and when i was setting this up i uh was actually uh on a trip to france and the drum oh. for that oh. for that trip for that powwow was northern cree so a lot of people are like man you have a lot of northern cree songs that you play and it's because that was the time when we were on that trip and um, they just really inspired me and I have so many drums that I'm inspired to dance to Um, but it just was like coincided with this trip and this song especially um, the the team had set us up uh, a lot of different events and one of them was a round dance and this Mm. is the first song Mm. that they sang in the middle of the of the group when we were round dancing they were in the middle with their drums and we were dancing around and I, would, I got right there in the you know the inside row and ah oh, just the feeling so every time I play this round dance for my classes it brings back that feeling and you know I know we're not at a round dance we're just at our houses but it feels it feels amazing and this is one that I usually grab some weights for but you don't have to and also uh I'll just show you the you guys at home, um, your basic step. So just stepping out with your left. Oh, we got the the heavy weights. In with your right, (laughs) out with (laughs) your left, in with your right, left, right, left, right, left. And then adding in those arms, when you bring your arms back, feel those shoulder blades coming together. And also the more you bend those knees, if you're almost in like a mini squat, controlling that up and down, yeah, you're gonna get a really good workout and there's a part where it says throw your hands in the air so we come up and we actually do a side crunch bringing that hip in tightening up those muscles all right awesome okay here we go round it young and free northern Cree. oh sorry always me with the technical difficulties here it works you know here we
2: go
0: Okay, I recommend don't do that with fifteen pound weights, you guys. <laughs> Agreed.
2: Don't do it with fifteen pounds.
0: <sighs> Keep it under
2: ten. You got your on. <laughs> I'm sweating.
1: <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. This was so fun. I'm glad that uh, to dance with you and to hear about your dream and, you know. I see that you're making an impact and I definitely appreciate
0: being a part of that. Thank you. And then, okay, so um, where can we go to uh, follow you for your live classes and what days are those on and times? Oh, all right. So,
1: weekdays at 6 p.m. Central, I do my live fitness classes and it's on my. Native Dance Fitness page, n 8 v Dance Fitness. So that's six o'clock weekdays. And if I do have something going on, like tomorrow, um, my kids have half day. So we're going to go do some stuff. So then I'll post a workout for you guys to do. And the reason that we try to maintain like a daily schedule is for continuity with working out and accountability so um, we do check-ins and check-outs, and that's how you really get involved is when you type checking in when you arrive then you get entered for a prize drawing so every mm. week we um do two prizes and i've uh, been really fortunate to have um some great artists donate some prizes to help out because yeah i was doing them five days a week um every day and It just got a bit overwhelming, (laughs) making stuff really fast, just trying to (laughs) keep up. But I appreciate, you know, everybody's support. So I always want to make sure, you know, I give back and um, try to motivate you guys, too.
0: I love it. Thank you so much. And then we have her information in the tags. And I'll make sure that everything's um, in there so that you can go and follow her and uh, just you know, enjoy working out with her. I enjoy it. I got a nice little sweaty workout and that was just two songs. So imagine doing that for more than 30 minutes. Um, You're going to get a nice, good workout, you guys. And you don't even have to be native just to join in and do it. You can, you know, this is is something that, you know, anybody can, if you, this is pulling to you, you know, come work out. Yeah. And also
1: I want to say that um, you don't have to be a a dancer or feel like you're in tip top shape to do this. Um, I know you and I are both dancers. So we're used to this. But there's a lot of people who have never danced and have been intimidated by trying and doing this at your house. And I show you a lot of different modifications. So even if you're working out in a chair, we have some elders who just sit and do it. And there's a lot you can do to make a difference. Um, As well as even people who are getting chemo right now who say that this has made a an impact on their you know well-being. So uh even if you're not ready to jump around like we were, just come and check it out, hang out with us. We comment to each other and try to give each other support. So it's a community that we built and I really appreciate you getting the word out for us.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it and thank you for taking your time to be on here with me. And awesome. See you good. guys soon. Oos. Have a good day everyone. <laughs>